What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Sizing Up. I'm your host, Jack the Speck. And for this episode, I have an editor on this time. He is someone that deals with photography in this fetish, and I'm pretty happy to have him on. I think it would have his perspective of the fetish with someone who's a photographer. So I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves. Hey, everyone. This is uh, Perspective by Will here on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I've been in the game about a year now, and uh, I'm looking forward to talking to you. Same here, man. Same here, man. Happy to have you. Um, I, I love your work just from the outset of its photography and feel like combining this with the um, fetish itself is pretty cool. So, um, you know, I wanted to get your perspective, pun wholly intended, and uh, see how that you know, has been for you and your journey being in the um, in the game for about a year now. Um, but before we get into all of that, um, I want you to take me behind how you got into photography in the first place and, you know, give us um, your backstory on that. All right. Yeah, for sure. So literally, like growing up, I had a foot fetish, obviously, mm-hmm. and most people have like a story or something or like they have things that got them into the fetish. But for me, it was just literally scrolling through on my school computer. And then I just stumbled upon like feet pics and uh, <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, Whoa, like, what is this? I had never even known that a foot fetish was a thing until then. And I just kind of started exploring it from there. And uh you know, I never really thought that I was going to be with someone who I would even admit it to, let alone get to indulge in it a bit. So once I met Ruby, uh, you know, all of that kind of changed. And uh, there was one day where I was just like, you know, uh, <laughs> well, back it up a little bit. She made a little comment one day and she was like, you better not have a foot fetish or something. And I was like, (laughs) uh, that's great. And that, yeah, that was basically me admitting it to her. And then fast forward like six months later and I brought up the idea of starting a foot page to her and she was totally down with it. So, you know, I started out doing pictures and stuff just with my phone camera and, then eventually I upgraded to just a, you know, a amateur level DSLR. And that's what I'm using to this day. Nice. Uh, yeah. And then honestly, it, the giantess stuff kind of just blended right in with it. Like I didn't even really have to bring it up or anything to her. She was just kind of like, she had already seen it because we had the foot account and everything. So it was like, yeah, let's, let's do this too. <laughs> Yeah, that 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 sounds about right because like um, I've always said that the foot fetish and the giantess fetish, fetish are closely related. So for that to yeah. be like right around the corner, and I feel like they do blend, like you said. So yeah, I feel like that was just natural, you know, ease into it, you know. So yeah, nice, Definitely. nice. Okay, cool, cool. Um, and yeah, I. I love that backstory. Um, there's not any like specific way to just say like it doesn't come out or sometimes the other party brings it up. That's how it's been in my experience 
currently with the person I'm dating, she kind of just peeped it when, you know, she wanted a massage and I kind of focused on the feet a bit longer than she thought I was going to. <laughs> so yeah. she was like, I have to ask. And I'm like, if you're asking that I have a foot fetish, yes, I do confirm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah, there's, there's really no way to like, just sometimes you just need to, it just comes out. So yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely. Cool. Definitely cool. That's awesome, man. Um, so going forward from that, like, how have you felt, um, your year being in the game so far, how has your experience been with that? I know IG has been IG and I can't tell you the countless time. If not all, if not all, then most of our guests on here has to have to deal with their BS for a while, but putting that aside, cause I don't want this to turn into a, we hate IG episode (laughs) but putting that aside but i'm just wondering like how has it been for you in terms of engaging with the community um just in terms of making content working with um other models in specific i know you and paul have worked together a few times um so how has that experience been for you just collaborating and um, meeting other people within the community you know honestly it's been awesome like i never really thought that i would even get to the point where I could interact with other creators in the community like we have. And, uh, you know, it's been crazy. Uh, Obviously, you know, getting deleted sucks. And Mm -hmm. I've only had it happen like twice, and so has Ruby. But, uh, yeah, I can't imagine getting deleted as many times as some of the models. But, you know, interacting with the community and all that has definitely made it worth it. And I think IG is uh, honestly the most interactive platform out of all of them. So I think Definitely. that's what keeps everyone going. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, that that's kind of like uh, it's it's a it's a crappy trade off. But you're right, man. Like IG is it has this perfect blend of being able to get yourself out there, and then that leads into you being able to uh, tell people, hey, if you want to see more, you know, you're monetizing yeah. and all that. But, um, yeah, I, I think that's definitely the tough part about work dealing with IG because you never know what's going to set them off. And, you know, there, there are times where there's legit, like, porn on IG, and it's like, okay, so. Yeah, but then, but then you show some toes, and mm-hmm. they go crazy. I, I don't yep. get it. <laughs> yeah, God forbid we show feet, but, you know, legit tits and ass hanging out. It makes no sense. Like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm like, all right, cool. So, yeah, it's definitely tough, but I'm glad to hear that. Um, I'm glad your experience within um, the community has been great. I feel like this community in general, like, from the creators to the models, everyone's pretty chill. Everyone likes to help each other out. Um, You know, I've seen people that get deleted. They will uh, shout out immediately and help out and rally to, like, really try and, you know, get that person back to where they were. And, uh, yeah, so I'm glad your experience from that perspective has been great. Um, yeah, it's, it's honestly been so cool too. Cause like we've gotten to the point now where most of the models and stuff kind of have an idea of who we are. So absolutely. we at least have kind of that, I guess, soft pillow to land on when we get deleted, where people are mm-hmm. willing to help us get back on our feet again, which is really dope. That's awesome, man. I'm glad to hear that. And yeah, like I said, um, 
I know you said, I know recently um, Ruby got, got by the IG overlords. Um, so, when, you know, by the time this comes out sometime um, the following week from recording, um, I'll be sure to put your guys' uh, links in the description of the episode. And so, you know, just in case someone listens back or later on, they'll know where to find you guys. So um, that awesome, I'll man. definitely help you guys out there. So, you know, Sweet. I got you back. Um, For sure. Going forward from there. Um, so in terms of the um, Giants' fetish, you brought up an interesting point, how he kind of just failed to it. Um how have you seen it blend in with uh, the foot fetish? And do you feel like you have more appreciation for it or you're just still learning about it since you're just, since you've just, you know, gotten into it? Like, how has that been for you? Yeah, I guess I kind of misspoke early on. Like I, I've obviously had a giant test fetish for quite a while too. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, I don't know. It's been interesting because that's one of the things that I never really thought I would even be bringing up. And then once it was mentioned that we do it, it just came along so easily that I didn't even really think about it. But it's it's honestly been super cool. And, you know, when I was younger, I just saw it as, you know, a kink that people get off to. But it's honestly gone so much deeper than that now and there's yeah. so many different directions you can take it in and different concepts and you know you can come up with new stories all the time for stuff it's crazy oh yeah no most definitely i feel like um as someone who's been i've had the giantess fetish for at least 15 years now so to see how much of it's evolved i've like are you familiar with like uh giants own yeah yeah all right cool now that's how i like discovered it i was just on a wrong wrong side of youtube in 2007 and uh (laughs) (laughs) um this video for um velvet's uh playground and jacqueline velvet's probably one of the goat giantess models out there so i'm not um, sure i'm familiar but yeah <laughs> I'll, have, I'll, have to, I'll have to definitely link you on the video but like <laughs> i saw that and that's when i knew and um for the longest time i was not sure like if there were if there was anyone else that was into it and then finding a whole community that's like really engaged with it really does a lot of different things and it, it's pretty right. cool to hear that how that's come by so i mean how was it for you when you discovered that like there's this whole bigger community behind it because like i feel like that's the craziest thing in my discovery so far in my year and a half being in the game but how has that been for you just being like wow this is actually like a legit thing right well when i discovered it like obviously there was like giantess caitlin and Mm -hmm. all of the ogs and stuff and i was just kind of like okay there's a few creators you know and they make videos occasionally, whatever. But once I got into Instagram, like, I was like, holy shit, there's yeah. actually a crazy amount of people that are into this. And everyone is making completely different content, putting their own spin on it. Like, it's honestly such an art. That's the main thing I discovered. Oh, hell, hell yeah, dude. Um, I definitely do agree that there is an art to it that isn't like... You know, it, it it's it's brought a new appreciation to the fetish for me 
And I never thought that would be possible with this. Right. I was like, there's no way. But yeah, like you just said, there are a lot of people who put their own spin on it. And you see a lot of people bringing their own skill sets to the table. And you was like, I never thought this fetish would work in this facet. And, you know, you're seeing different things almost all the time. Sometimes the content can be almost overwhelming a little bit. Right. And then you got to worry about accidentally copying people or mm -hmm. stuff like that, like trying to keep it original at the same time. And that can be difficult in itself. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, more than more. uh, I I find myself like I don't want to like directly like be in the same style of what someone else is doing. Right. And, you know, sometimes you do get into that and it's hard. And what I have appreciated about your work specifically is that you took a, you take a very stylistic approach when you uh, take your shots with Ruby and I can tell that it's different. It's like, it separates you. And I feel like there's a style of being able to, you know, have work because like, it's one thing to start making content, but from what really, what really starts to separate you from what everyone else is doing is that you put your own flair on it. Like I could see an edit of yours or a post and know that, Oh yeah, no, we'll, we'll do this one. So that's awesome, um, man. I appreciate that. Like that's honestly such a compliment. <laughs> of course, man. Of course, man. Like I said, your work, your work is really good. Like if, if I remember correctly, Pog actually pointed me in your direction. So that's how I found it. Oh, and that's awesome. I saw him, oh, man, this is really good work. So, you know, um, yeah, like I, that that's going back to what we were saying earlier about the community, how they're so supportive and how they're going to, you know, help you out and hype you up. Um, just having that type of having a model, you know, introduce you in that way and allow you to get exposure is, you know, absolutely yeah. crazy. So, I'm happy that she pointed you in your direction. I'm happy to have you on here. Of course, you know, for people who don't know who you do, what you do. Um, yeah. So definitely. Um, the art is definitely crazy. And I know we had a conversation about this part too, but um, I'm going to ask that as a question. But are there any specific aspects of the fetish that you like more over one another? Because I know a long time ago, I think it was on Ruby's uh, first page. You were doing a couple of uh, like mouth slash war shots. And, yeah. you know, and I was like, okay, this is really good. And, you know, I had, and I remember I DMed you one time, like, you know, are you into war? And you're like, I'm starting, I know at the time, this is like, I want to say early summer. Um, You were like, you know, I didn't, I was at first, but I'm starting to gain appreciation of it. So like, uh, yeah. So are there any specific aspects you like? Would that be unaware or POV, anything of that sort? Uh, you know, as far as like Vor and stuff like that, I've only dabbled so far. And I'm mm-hmm. still kind of like, I don't know, am I into it? Like, but I think the fact that I am questioning it definitely tells me I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but I don't know. I think I think I do like more aware stuff better because mm-hmm. it's adds more like it makes it feel more personal i guess and there's especially with ruby like there's something about being so insignificant compared to someone who like you associate with that just makes it so much more personal and i think like i think that's what makes it great for me is the fact that i'm doing it with someone who like i love and care about and that's all yeah 
But I don't know. I think I just really like aware micro stuff, which I is pretty much the exact same thing that micro merchant is going for, but (laughs) definitely (laughs) ironic because his episode, I'm, I'm literally recording with him tomorrow. So I'm going to have to bring that up. Um, (laughs) you guys mentioned each other, have that back back episodes, but yeah. So like, yeah, no, um, yeah, the micro, um, aspect of it is really cool. Um, and I had to like, put my own spin on that, which is why, you know, I have the spec surname and my, uh, username, but yeah, no, I think, uh, I think I'm starting to get behind micro a bit too, just because, you know, being, you know, four inches tall is one thing, but being so insignificantly small to the point where you can probably be campaigned, um, compared to like a grain of sand or like, like being that bacterium. <laughs> exactly. It's almost getting, um, molecular and that's the craziest part you know yeah so definitely hear you on that one um yeah i'm with you too um aware is like i think i prefer aware because just because it's more personal it's more intimate and then you have a whole bunch of scenarios with that and it's also depending on the person so that does give me another question into there um so I'm going to guess that you would assume I'm going to assume that you would like your giants to be gentle or I kind of switch it up. I don't know. There are days that I'm into more gentle stuff, days that I'm into more cruel stuff and I want to be fucking annihilated. Like I, I don't know. It changes every day. (laughs) Right on, man. Right on, man. Um, yeah, no, that mean, I feel like that's a, such a fascinating part because it's so varied. Like, and some of the comments for the work that um, I see and, you know, like, I feel like there's a lot of giantesses, um, especially the models we have on IG that like switch it up. Like I like to call them tweeners because sometimes you can't classify them as an evil or a yeah. good giant. Sometimes Definitely. they're just <laughs> playful and, you know, that's not inherently mean, but they have tendencies that make, that can make them mean, but, and sometimes they just, they might be a little rough, but that doesn't mean they're bad. They're good. So it's really yeah. blurred. And I feel like that has a lot of character into the fetish itself, especially with the people that you interact with in this fetish. So. Yeah. I think that, Pog is definitely a great example of a, of a tweener. <laughs> oh yeah. More, m- most definitely. Like, um, I feel like she, if you asked her to make a customer or anything, she could do either or. But yeah. you just sometimes you just don't know, and I think that's the fun part about it. It's the mystery. Like I don't know, like you know, she she wouldn't, but she could. And yeah, like, and a lot of like, times when I'm going to collab with a model, like mm-hmm. they'll even ask me, like I don't know, do you want it to be more gentle or more cruel, or like do you want me to do this or that? I'm, and I'm just like, honestly, anything that you want to do, like go for it. Like mm-hmm. let your creativity out and I'll, I'll work with it. <laughs> Cause that's there's awesome. just something about it. Like something about them creating something and me making something else out of it is just so awesome. Oh yeah. No, that's definitely the fun part of collabing because you, you're coming, you guys are coming together and you're making some cool ass shit. And yeah, I, sure. I feel like that's one thing that you don't, you don't really, you, you really see, so, um, when you're like, say when you reach out to a model, um, do you, 
what I found for myself is like a model will say how what you want me to do, and I'll and I'm like you. I'll be like, I I'll give you an idea. I just want you to run with it. I just want you to you know I'm gonna give you the premise, and then act how you would if this were an actual scenario in real life. And I feel like that's where some of the best work can come from. Like if you just hang on that simple idea and then you get the footage back and you just have to sit there. Cause um, for me, when I'm editing it and when I get it back, I just sit back and I'm like, all right, I really need to think about what I've gotten back and see how I can alter the editing and content to work in the way that the media was sent. So it's a whole creative process. And I think that's pretty cool shit. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of times, like when I reach out to models and stuff, uh, like I'll just, I won't even give them a premise half the time. I'll just send like a couple poses or something and be like, Hey, do you think you could do something just from these angles and mm -hmm. let them do like all the words and shit? <laughs> oh, you're just saying, yeah, just, just do this angle, act how you would and just go for it. Yeah, pretty much. That's awesome. And then some yeah, of the newer models obviously like want some help or like a script or something to go off of. So like, I'm totally down for that too, but. I think letting them get creative is the most fun. Oh, hell yeah. Um, shout to that. Because like the thing is, I feel, I feel like, I feel like there are limitations when you're asking someone to uh, script and they feel like they have to follow it to a T and yeah, as time is going on for me, I'm like, okay, I don't want them to feel like they're being constrained to what they're, when they've been sent because it doesn't feel, it won't feel natural. And yeah, it feels forced. Mm -hmm. and, and you don't want that. Like, I think overall, now, if you're, now for in terms of models getting customs or when someone commissions me saying, hey, can you edit this um, video? I'm like, yeah, but you got to realize there are some things and limitations that I can't control that, you know, I need you to be able to help me with, you know? So. Yeah. I, I definitely hear where you're coming from. You definitely want to make sure that both sides have a clear understanding or at least work together to, you know, create something good. So nice. Very nice. Um, in regards to um, your photography, like um, where do you see that going within the fetish? Um, I know you have a Patreon. I'm going to get that out to the masses. Like, hey, join this guy's Patreon. Um, <laughs> But, like, do you see yourself, like, shooting with other models in the future? Maybe um, having a model come in and shoot with you and Ruby, which would probably, like, shooting with two giantesses would be freaking bomb. That, that um, would break my mind. <laughs> <laughs> You're speaking for the rest of us. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I'm, I'm definitely down for collabing with people in the future. And... You know, we've actually been talking to one of Ruby's friends, and we might do a shoot with one of her friends eventually. But I've even reached out to Pog and a few other models and been like, hey, if you're ever, you know, in the area or whatever, like, I'd be down to do a shoot. And, you know, there's not a whole lot of models that are in Ohio, unfortunately. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel you. As someone who's been struggling to get models here in Chicago, I, uh, it's been a grinder. Um, the furthest I have gone to, like, speak with a model, um, I've 
I've flown out to Florida to shoot with Park, so that's one thing. Um, and I do have to do a few other shoots with a few other models elsewhere, but um, so far it's just been Pog in Florida and then um, Princess Ash Burns in Wisconsin, which is a two hour and 30 minute drive. But um, like, I feel like shoots are like great though, because it breaks the lines a bit and you get to have a grander scale of the work that you would see on IG and it's just in this different format on um, when you're shooting with a model. And I think you have a lot of greater control when it comes to like angles, um, poses and all of that. Yeah, definitely. So it's definitely a game changer. So yeah, um, I, I'm excited to see where that goes for you um, when you do get to that. Cause I feel like, you know, there would be a lot of magic in, in that being able to go ahead and, you know, collab with a model and shoot with a model. It's a great experience. And I definitely hope you uh, get that opportunity. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it is kind of hard because with IG being the way it is, like Mm -hmm. it's hard to put out good content when you only have like 200 followers or something. Yeah. You're noticing less interaction and stuff. So it's, it's hard to find the motivation sometimes, but like, I, I just have the mindset of, you know, if you put out good content, people will find you eventually, no matter where you are. And so you just got to keep at it. And plus, like me and Ruby are having fun with it. So I'm looking at it as more of a hobby than a thing that I need to do. That's and awesome. I think that's what keeps it interesting all the time. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You want to be able to go in this facet of being able to go ahead and overall just I guess, keep cranking out the content and being able to have that motivation. Cause like, I don't want to look at this as like a, you know, a job or like something I feel like I, I don't want to be like, Oh, I have to make this cause that yeah. will not make it fun. So I'm glad you still have that motivation. And like I said, people are still like able to find you guys pretty quickly. So like I said, if it does happen in that way where you do need to be like found like, like i said the community knows i mean i feel like you're well known at this point and your work is um indistinguishable so you, you'll know like distinguishable from others not indistinguishable but you know people <laughs> know what their stuff is i just realized like wait a minute um but yeah no people know how you guys you know do your stuff so i i'm sure you guys will as long as the want it's there from you guys. I'm pretty sure you guys are going to be around for a while. So I'm hoping that's the case. Yeah, definitely. Me and Ruby have actually had conversations about us being like retired old people and mm-hmm. still putting out feet pics and stuff for the internet. <laughs> yeah, no, sometimes that's what you have to do. Sometimes, hey, like I said, I feel like I could be doing this for a uh, long time. And just uh, just as a side, like, um, like I've said, you know, maybe the frequency will change over time when, you know, I have other things to take care of. Like, you know, like I tell people like, you know, when you're creating this stuff, make sure you do have time to take care of other things. Like, um, I've told people like, yeah, like don't feel like you have to be on go mode, like all the time with this. Cause yeah. that also leads to burnout and that leads to lack of wanting to post. And sometimes there have been times where I'm like, all right, I'm going to get this done. And then, I'll just upload it, be done, stare at it, and like, all right, it's done, send, and never look at it again. There have been days where I've had that. <laughs> and I don't like that. Like, all right, I need to make sure I'm on a balance and being able to take care of those things. So I definitely get 
the point where you want to, you know, keep this fun for both of you guys. Um, like I said, like I've told people since I've been on hiatus this um, entire month of September, like it's been good for me. I've been able to sit back and just be a fan. And I find that for me, that's helped me like really, you know, relax and just get re-inspired, like see what people are making and, you know, continue to make good stuff. So. Yeah. And sometimes it's healthy to take breaks too. Like it's good for your mental health to occasionally take a step back and just enjoy it rather than feeling like you need to put out stuff all the time. Oh yeah, exactly. If like some, at some point when you're first starting, I definitely agree with the whole quantity quantity because you want to get out there. But once you're well enough known, like you can be meticulous and precise with what you post. And I feel like that's what starts to show like separates you from being good to being great. Like you choose your spots and yeah. you stick with to what you know. And that really can elevate you and your work and how your creative process is. And sometimes so, I even feel more inspired after taking a little bit of a break too, because you're seeing all this content flowing in and an idea will pop into your head for something you can do when you're back off your break. Like, right. Sorry. So bothering me. <laughs> you're all good. <laughs> oh man. But, but yeah, no, I, I totally feel that. I totally feel that. Um, speaking of, I, I have to ask because I feel like you and this other creator are the only ones that are doing photography like this in the community, but, um, you have to be, and I'd be shocked. If you are you familiar with, uh, Nike's work, Nike MD? No, never heard of him in my life. He's, Oh my goodness, dude. No, uh, no I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm a big fan of his, like, he's one of the OGs that actually got me into it and wanting to do giantess stuff. And I mean, if you were following me back then, you saw that I was posting like giga space giantess stuff too. And I, I definitely got the inspiration for that from him. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Um, I, yeah, I, I just figured I had to ask because like Nike, uh, he's like when he started doing, he's definitely one of the OGs. He's, way back um but when he started doing the photography and i said i never thought the giant space could get into that but yeah dude he's uh like like is he like your um like what get like go on about that like how did he get how did he really like inspire you do you still look to him for in terms of like shots and whatnot and things like that I I think it was just the fact that I've been following him for so long and seen his progression throughout mm -hmm. the years. Like, literally, he was one of the people, like, I remember on my old school computer going on DeviantArt and just scrolling through and looking at his stuff because it was just so fascinating how good he was at it. And it, right. at the time, it stood out. Like, there was so much more quality to his stuff than most other people's stuff at the time. Most and definitely. I think I think that's what carried over to me today is I want to be like, I think he's always going to be one of the goats, but I want to be up there with them putting out like stuff that stands out. Oh, oh hell yeah, dude. Um, I'm going to put you on a spot. Give me your top five uh, editors in the community. All right. In no particular order, I'm going to go obviously Nike MD, mm -hmm. uh, Micro Merchant. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, now I'm trying to remember names. <laughs> Take your time, man. There, there are a lot. There are a lot. There are a lot yeah. that have been uh, colossal called. collages. Colossal collages is really good. Definitely um, a go- Definitely a goat. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Oh, are you familiar with uh, Giantess SFX creator? Yes. Yeah, he that is, guy. He, he's been gone for a bit, but yes. Yeah, his stuff is great. And then, like, your stuff, I don't know. There's too many to name. <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I can't cram it into five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and I love that. The fact that, like, that, that's right there is what I like to hear. Just being able to, like, because I feel like the game has been elevated for everyone to come in here and literally eat. And I love that. Like, I love that for everybody because, like, my whole mantra is if I'm eating in this community, then I want you to eat too, man. And I, I love that everyone's getting their share of getting their work out there on the table and being able to showcase their skills. So, like, yeah, shout sure. out to that. So, uh, that's awesome. Um, another thing, do you, um, so I know that you do photography. Um, I was going to ask, like, what's your editing process? What do you use to edit? Do you use uh, Photoshop, Lightroom? Um, what do you use in your process to, like, put yourself together? See, this is where people are going to start getting ashamed of me, unfortunately. But you know what? It's, it's fine. So, basically, my process right now is I take my camera and I go shoot some pictures. I bring it back. I slap it into a Chromebook, and I upload it to Google Drive, then I download it to my phone, and then I gallery or just out right now. That's what I do most of my collage edits with and my watermarking and stuff. And pretty much from there, it just goes straight to Instagram and I might tweak it a little bit more with Instagram's editing, but right. I mean, n- n- I do not have any of the like professional tools that most people use except for a good camera. <laughs> hey man, at one, first of all, could have had me fooled Two, do what you got to do to get the content out. I am not like, I'm not like that's phenomenal. Um, and what you're basically telling me is you're not even doing your best work yet. <laughs> nah, we still got a ways to go. <laughs> Love it. Love to hear it. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Because I'm sitting here like, man, I'm like, I'm sitting here like, man, maybe did he mess with the highlights here? Did he mess with the shadows here? Is he in a white room? Is he doing like white color, like white um, <laughs> color palettes? And <laughs> I'm over here overthinking. And you're like, yeah, no, I'm just popping it up. And I'm like, well, damn. Well, yeah, this, this man has not even reached his peak and that's incredible so yeah um i'm definitely anyone anyone with any budget can do it if you put enough effort into it that's how i think of it yeah no most definitely it's not your equipment or your camera or any of that it's just it's down to the creator most definitely um and like this is the crazy part because like I'm, I'm hearing more about I'm hearing more how people are just you know I'm saying I'm making buy like some people think you need to have like the big stuff. I remember uh, Micro he told me that he used um, CapCut 
on his phone to make most of his edits. And there's the chroma key feature that, you know, knocks out the green screen um, mm-hmm. of an asset he's using. And he was getting away with that for a while before he, you know, went up to the Adobe Creative Suite. But, and yeah, and I, and I encourage people, if you're listening to this and you're just someone who's a fan, like, you know, like I said, it, it's more like what you just said. It's more of the want to and desire to like put out great work. And I mean, no matter what budget you're on, you can make some good stuff. And yeah. And as you go, you can start acquiring better stuff. Like I just recently bought some nice studio lighting and a green screen so that I could start doing the special effects and stuff. But right. even for the special effects, like I'm, I'm just using video leap on my phone. I'm not using anything crazy fancy. Very nice, very nice. Um, I'm gonna get this out there um, for everybody and you, if you didn't know. Um, first off, do you have a PC? I do, but it's a piece of garbage. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> like I so, said, I was using a Chromebook for most of the uploading and stuff. Gotcha. All right. Um, I'm gonna have the community come in, have a little trade secret, so it will help. Um, do you have? I mean, and if you don't, it's probably free at this point. Do you have GTA 5 in any capacity? Yeah, I have it on Xbox. Excellent. Okay. So if you do end up getting it on PC, there is this mod. There's a green screen mod. You can put the characters in there, have them do literally any action, and then those are your tinies. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, like I recently discovered it um, not too long ago. Um, while on hiatus, I'm just sitting here like, man, I need my tinies to do a little bit more. I go into, I, I, I'm just messing around on Steam at my friend's place, and I come to find out that there is a um, green screen mod on there, and I'm like, huh? And I, and I go to Micro, and I'm like, is this, is this how you're doing? Is this how you're getting these 3D characters? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, why didn't you say anything about this? <laughs> yeah, that's that's been the biggest problem for me is like tiny movement and stuff. Like in most of my, well, actually in all of my videos, there's really no tiny movement because I have like a five by nine or something green screen. So it's kind of awkward to pretend to walk and run in place and edit that onto it. It just looks weird. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and and that's the thing, I mean, now, I get it. Like, these are tiny people. You're not going to see them, of course, but you want it to look good. So, yeah. Um, you yeah. Want it so, to be more immersive. Exactly. So, definitely. So, but yeah. So, um, just if you need assets, if you ever get the chance of having it on PC, definitely get GTA 5 and just get a green screen button. You can go from there and just, you know, have some tinies doing whatever you need them to do. It shockingly works very well. And, um, it definitely helps. Like I said, oh. definitely look into it. I definitely will. I literally had no idea that's what people were doing. <laughs> yeah, no, when, when I when I sat back and saw it, because like I said, I was just messing around on my friend's PC, you know, because, you know, we were like, you know, GTA 6 got leaked. And I'm like, oh, yeah. well, the joke is, you know, when the PS6 and the Xbox Series XL comes out, um, you know, we're going to have to have another GTA game. And um, I'm just going through the mods and I see green screen mod. And then it just clicked in my head, like, wait a minute. <laughs> so like, hold up, <laughs> hold up. Like 
is, is this what I've been missing? So yeah, definitely look that up. It will definitely help. And then you'll have some assets of your own to uh, work with, to do whatever you need them to do. So um, helped me out and it'll definitely help you out, man. So yeah, that'll be awesome. For sure. Um, going forward, is there any, um, is there any specific media that you like to look at outside of the IG community? Cause I feel like that's enough of that, but is there like any good like YouTube videos or commercials that you've seen that like really like piqued your interest in the giant is fetish? Um, for one, there's this one commercial. It was I'm trying to remember. It, I think it was an ad for like, um, it was no, take it back. It was like a Puma commercial. It was like a soccer commercial. And, um, there's this giantess rampaging around and whatnot. And I think, um, David Beckham was in it. So it was like from a while ago, but I saw that and that was just media that I saw. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. But is there any media or commercial or anything outside of IG that you've seen that makes you go like, huh, interesting. Uh, well on YouTube, I've been noticing a lot more like subtle giantess stuff coming up. Like, stuff that you couldn't really say point blank is made for giantess fans or anything, but like Lena Del Rey's, uh, what's that song? I forget what it's called, but there's a Lena Del Rey song where she's walking around a city as like a giantess. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's, I don't know. There's been quite a few that I've seen, but I can't name them off the top of my head. Um, No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, let's see here. Man, put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do here at Sizing Up, my man. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything else, but it's definitely it's definitely been on the rise. I think the giantess fetish is coming up in the world. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um I was saying that um it feels like recently like especially now it's like starting to leak in little pieces of media like it's subtle you know it's there but it's not like being like called out and it's the weirdest thing yeah and it's like i heard over the grapevine i don't know if it's true but i heard that they're making another attack of the 50 foot woman soon so that'll be interesting i've heard it I forget which actress they said was possibly going to be playing the part, but she's pretty well known. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely look into that. You got me over here leaning over to my <laughs> right now. I'm like, huh? And this day and age, sign me up. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, man, like they've made this movie twice already. There's the 1993 version and then, um, and then the fifties one, the fifties one. So, um, if they decide to like do it again, I will lose my mind. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm wait, it's Natalie Portman. Oh yeah. That's what it was. Oh my goodness. That is like amazing. I said, I don't know if it's 100% confirmed or true, but it definitely piqued my interest. <laughs> yeah, no, it's out there. I mean, uh, I mean I'm going to have to do my cool, I'll, I'll do closer research about that and then probably go on Insta and cause a scene like, guys, 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 look at this. 
Um, no, that's that's crazy. Natalie Portman, that's that's an interesting choice. Would be cool. I, I hope she's also prepared. If that if this ends up being true, I really do hope she's prepared to see how this how big this will be. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, that is amazing. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, um, and I guess some wrap up questions as we get close to the 50 minute mark here. Um, what is what do you see the future entailing for uh you and uh Ruby yourself going forward with this? Um, do you feel like and I guess there are little sub questions beyond behind that, like, do you feel like at some point? you guys are still going to operate separately as your own pages or do you feel like you guys are eventually going to be one page or how do you see that working out? You know, uh, starting out, we actually were running the same page together. It was, Mm -hmm. it was actually called like goth GF souls or something, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it was just me and her interacting on there. And then I was like, all right, I think we could possibly get more of a following if it was just you running your page and me running my page because like, I hate to say it, but there are some people that don't want to, like, interact with me. They just want to interact with the model. So I figured, I, yeah. <laughs> let, let the people who want to interact with me come to me. Let the people who want to interact with her go with her. You know, right. let it play out. But I think the plan is to keep our pages separate on, like, IG and stuff. And then what we've been doing with the Patreon and... Uh, anything else we're going to do in the future as far as premium stuff, we're going to kind of merge together and have like not only Ruby's content, but also some of my giantess stuff kind of mixed in with it. So that's the plan. Nice. Nice. Um, I feel like that does follow the same vein of, uh, have you followed, uh, you, you know, I'm sure you heard and seen of, um, um, her Royal Citadel. Yeah. Okay, then yeah, I, I feel like that's a good model to follow. That's how they've been doing. Um, that's how they do it for their premium stuff. Um, so yeah, it's nice. That that would be good. That would be good. Um, and then in terms of uh, future collabs, are there any models that you're eyeing to work with? Um, other than I know you said Pog, but like, are there any specific models that you're looking forward to collabing with in the future? Um, I mean, there's quite a few honestly most of them i think i'm still a bit too low tier to like get noticed by but obviously i've been collabing with like erotic goddess and Mm -hmm. a few of the other bigger ones and i actually have something coming out pretty soon with erotic goddess so you know oh nice just keep the homies on their toes uh hmm i mean it would be cool to collaborate with like cosmic goddess uh dakota fade eventually like mm-hmm. all the big ones really i want to i want to collab with everyone <laughs> yeah hey man hey it takes some time as um well i mean i'm i mean i'm gonna like when i had dakota on for the last episode i was shocked um because like you, you just gotta shoot your sh- just shoot your shot that, that's all i can say just shoot your shot you never know um because yeah. When I was like, someone's like, you should um, collab with Dakota. And I'm like, man, I don't even know if she'll even like want to like work with me. I said, I can try though. And uh, I was shocked. And she said, yeah, I'll work with you, but and I want to be on your podcast. And I'm like, you know, I have a podcast. <laughs> you're, you're like, <laughs> I was, whoa, hold on. I'm like, like, you know me? So yeah, I was like, I was like, 
pipe jokes. I'm like, man, you about to bring me to legit tears there. So, um, <laughs> yeah, man, no, you never know. That's the lovely part about this. You never know who's looking at your stuff. You never know who has like by word of mouth mentioned you. So like, I, I, you'll get there. You'll get there. Um, do you have a Twitter by chance? Uh, me and Ruby both have a Twitter, but they're mm-hmm. kind of dead right now. I don't think I've posted uh, on them in like five months, but yeah, yes. I definitely <laughs> need to. Yeah. Um, that's been like the key I've been finding out because I feel, um, like on Twitter, a lot of the models are able to one, be more expressive and not have to worry about IG sim- like nuking them out of nowhere. So that's one thing. Um, but you do get to interact and find a bigger audience out there. And sometimes you can put a bit more um, explicit stuff out on Twitter, you know, to stuff like I've told people like, yeah, there's a specific edit I've made, but I don't want to post it on IG. So it's going to go on a Twitter. So sometimes it'll be an exclusive Twitter edit for a little bit. And, you know, and then I'll say, like a month or two later, I'll probably post it on IG and hope and pray for the best. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely, definitely look at Twitter as an avenue. That's always good. And, you know, um, Demian Art is something I just started launching. And um, from what Nike has told me, that's also an audience. So, you know, um, but yeah, so yeah, just keep at it, man. You're, you're going on to do great things within the community. And I am sure that you're going to be working with some of the bigger models in this community soon. No doubt about yeah, it. Definitely. I'm looking yeah, forward to it. Yeah, no doubt, man. You're you're getting there. Um, and then another question I do have is that: Do you feel as if, like, in regards to how the Giants' fetishes, and we'll leave it on a note after this question. Um, do you feel like it's getting quote unquote mainstream, or do you feel like it's in that weird place where it's not quite mainstream yet, but we're we're like damn close to getting mainstream what was your feelings on that i think it's still a pretty niche fetish like a (laughs) low-key niche fetish but it's it's getting to the point where it's almost breaking the surface of being mainstream i think like it's i mean there was i think i saw something that said like on porn websites and stuff giantess fetishes have been like on the rise for years so right i mean as more people discover it join the dark side obviously it's going to become more mainstream so yeah hell yeah join the dark side guys (laughs) if you you happen to stumble upon this on spotify for whatever reason or whatever you're listening on though it's trust me join it's it's pretty freaking It's, it's, it's nice over here it is nice over here like trust me i mean this is not me being biased it's probably one of the most friendliest communities you'll ever be around I, I can tell you from personal experience, um, I have not had any, like, bad connotation or any bad interaction. I mean, there's the occasional, when are you going to have this ill? And I'm like, well, you know, rendering and editing takes time, so, you know. Yeah, and occasionally you get a couple of weird people in the DMs, but you just, you brush it off and keep going. Exactly. Other than that, it's a good time over here. Um, but yeah, definitely, I feel like we're on that, like, like it's it's there, like, if like if if this attack if this upcoming remake of 50 foot woman comes out and nah, that that would be crazy yes that that will literally i mean 
at, at, at that point, if this, if this actually happens, if this is actually being made, I, I can guarantee you, for one, I'm going to be, like, making themed content on that. I'm, I mean... Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, if it's one thing that, now that you brought it up, I'm expired, like, man, I want to do that iconic, like, poster pose where uh, they have Nancy Archer over, like, a free, or, like, an expressway um, road, and she's just standing over it with a car in her hand and making that pose. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, now uh, yeah, I'm going to have to do my due diligence about this remake because, like, I'm just over here just like, wow. Um, <laughs> Shaking <very>, and crying. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, my goodness. Like, this is, it's the very thing. Like, that's the thing. I saw a promo for the 93 version on the sci-fi channel of all places back then. And then, <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, if anyone knows what sci-fi was way before their acid phase that they're in now, um, <laughs> that's where, um, that's how I got into it. So like for, to see this come all the way around in a way where it's literally just like all these years later, it's back to how I came up. That would be, Amazing. And so and it's Natalie Portman. Natalie like, Portman. Yeah, exactly. What? <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, yeah, so um yeah. Um well with that being said, thanks, man. I mean, I really appreciate you having you on. Um had a blast talking to you. Um, you are free to come back anytime. Um, like I'll hit you up again if you want to come back. I'm planning to do a episode where it you know, creators and models will be in at the same time and it will be just like an open forum discussion. And I, I would love for you to be a part of that. Oh, um, that'd be awesome. Yeah, definitely. You know, I want to have some people who may know each other, who may not know each other. Just give an opportunity for uh, all of us to come together and really just, you know, talk about the fetish at large and really just, you know, get to know each other. And, you know, if you come out of there with some new connections, you know, even better. Yeah, so, definitely hit me up. Yeah, I'll definitely do it for that. That's something I'm planning to do f- towards the end of this uh, current season. So it will be probably a uh, large call and then, you know, we'll go from there. But yeah, I would love to have you on for that, dude. So, um, awesome. so let me uh, for- let me throw in a little fun fact for all the the people listening, just for their ears only. Uh, Ruby's name isn't actually Ruby and my name isn't actually Will. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah so i'll I'll just i'll leave it in a mysterious tone you know hey that's how it is i mean just like you know i i my name is not actually jack but you know yeah gotta keep it subtle you never you never know it's a play off my (laughs) real name but that's all you'll know um and you still (laughs) will be able to guess um but yeah man um, thanks for being on for one more time. Where can people find you and, uh, Ruby stuff, um, handles and everything and all? Uh, well, you can find me on Instagram at perspective by will underscore, uh, Ruby currently doesn't have a page, but we're going to get on that soon and get her back up and running. And, uh, yeah, just check out my page. I have all the links for everything else in my bio. So for sure, man, for sure. I'll be sure to um, link your stuff in the description of this episode. And um, for Ruby, once once I see that she has a, her page up and running again, I will be sure to uh, put it in the description as well to update it. 
And uh, right. yeah, next time, if next time you both want to be on together for a future episode, um, like for sure, I would love to have both of you on at the same time as well. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll try to poke and prod because she gets even more stage fright than I do. It'll be a challenge, but we'll see. Definitely, for sure, for sure. Um, all right, man. Well, thanks for being on here. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate having you here. And for everyone else that's out there, if you need to follow my stuff at this time, although since I'm the host of the show, you guys should know by now. But, you know, Jack Speck underscore and Instagram. Jack Speck one on Twitter. Patreon slash Jack Speck. Um, and, you know, the like and deviant art. Anyway, um, next episode is going to feature the homie Micro and uh, Cleo. So that'll be a fun episode. You get to talk to them. But, you know, for now, um, that was your boy Perspective by Will. I'm your boy Jack Speck, and I'll see you guys on the next episode of Sizing Up. Thanks. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs>